Radio Sports Exchange, episode number 119. I don't really know what to say for the punchline here, because it's been so long, so much has gone on. I, like, I, don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's been a minute, but we're finally back. Thanksgiving break's over, all work and stuff, finally taking care of, finally start getting out of business. And it's, yes. it's been a packed week. Today's a big it day. Today's a big day for Oregon fans. Today's a, a big day, day for Oregon fans. Uh, that's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, Tim, you're ducks. <laughs> This is it. Today's the this day. This is your moment. Today's the day. This is your moment. This is it. Today's the day. They usually blow it. They usually blow it, Stan, so I'm a little nervous. You know they always blow it. So I'm a little are nervous. Are vibes high or are you like a little... You know what? I and I haven't... I'm more confident going into this game than I was last time I played Washington. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay. I'm, and I was hella confident last time. Now they're in a neutral site. Vegas. They've, they, they've gotten better. Vegas has them at 9.9.5 favorites. Nine favorites? Nine point favorites? Yes. Let's just get the job done. I don't, I don't care how it happens. Just get the job done. We'll see. We'll preview college football conference championships, NFL week 13, I want to say. Yes, 13. Yes. And then we got some NBA, some NHL. Patrick Kane is a Detroit Red Wing. The New York Rangers are the best team in hockey. The Islanders are, I don't even know how to describe them. They're giving me nightmares. Last night was unbelievable. And Jersey was even worse. We'll get into that later because that's I got a lot to say about that. But <laughs> okay, so let's just dive into it right now. The top four, the final, the the rank, the final rankings before the final rankings is that if that's if that's what we're gonna call it, was released on Tuesday. It goes Georgia, Michigan, Washington, and Florida State, and then the five and six Oregon and Ohio State. What do we think? What what do we think is what do we think the committee is prepared to do on Sunday? Because I feel I like they're prepared to move Florida State way out of these rankings. I yes. Jordan Travis going down. I just it's it's unlucky if he was still here. Yes, I think they'd get in. But teams like Alabama knocking on the door. Teams like Oregon, Texas. obviously Texas. You can't really leave out Ohio State. It's really tough to not you know not have them in the four. I'm sure they're prepared to put them in. So I could see definitely Florida State. But my getting booted thing out with of here. Ohio State is like Texas is playing in a conference championship game. Alabama is playing in a conference championship game. If Ohio State makes the playoff after sitting on the couch like this week, like what we've are we doing? We've seen it before, though. We've seen it before. Well, I know we've seen you it know. before. But that was because there was there was like a big gap between like four or five. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Ohio State win. I don't want to see Ohio State in. I I think Alabama is more deserving of them. I I'll, I'll say that. Okay, but uh, I don't know. I, I so give me your four. If, what do you think it comes down to? This is today. It's a huge game. Two, you got five and three yep. playing. So what do you just break it down for me? Made, next week, gr- Tuesday. It I comes out next week, Tuesday. No, give Sunday. A, it comes me, out Sunday. At Sunday. Noon. Sorry. Sunday at noon. Give me the four. Give me the four on Sunday at noon. What is what is the four going to look like? My four: Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Oregon. Okay. I think, or- which means I think Oregon's going to win the Pac 12 game. Georgia's going to win the SEC championship game. And I think Texas is going to be on the outside looking in. I, I feel like they're going to be the ones that are going to get screwed. Yeah. No, I, I, I got nothing to disagree with you there. I'm just, again, I would not be shocked if Alabama moves in and takes Florida State's spot. I think today they, who do they got? They got, Alabama. who do they play? They got, who do they have? Alabama's Who's... got Georgia. Okay. If they beat Georgia, then it's 
they're in. They're in 100%, no doubt oh, about yeah, it. Obviously, they're in. Yeah, okay, no okay, doubt about okay. It, but they beat, they beat Georgia. Does Georgia move out? Like, this is the questions you got to start because now I don't it's. Think move Georgia out. Because. So then, so if they win, do you think Bama gets in? I, yeah, I think if they win, Bama gets in. But the thing is, is that it's that one loss that means so much for both, for both Oregon and Alabama because Alabama loses to Texas. Now, now that Alabama ever hasn't lost since that game, that's a good loss to have. In Texas, I know they had their ups and downs, but they're still in that top ten. That's a good loss, and that's a good that's a good loss for Alabama. That's a good win for Texas. Oregon, yeah, they lose to Washington. That's a, like, are they even going to consider putting Oregon in? Uh, like, who? I don't know who who's going to get screwed. That's the thing. A team's going to get hosed. Thing is, though, it, it, it's right. If Oregon wins this week, it's there. There's no world that I can see them not getting in. Yes, they win. Today. I agree with that. Um, yeah. If Florida State wins, maybe there's a chance. But other than that, I don't really think so. Like I can, I can see Oregon getting in if they win. I, I think if Oregon wins, they get in, no doubt. I just can't see one of either Alabama or Texas getting in. Well, obviously Alabama. If they lose, they're done. They're not letting a two-loss team into the playoff. Texas, if they win, I can see... Like, I think Texas is going to win, and they're just going to get screwed. Someone's getting hosed no matter what. So let's just dive it right into it right away. Tim, the floor is yours. Your Oregon Ducks have a chance to make the college football playoff tonight to put themselves in a position to make it to the college football playoff tonight what do you got what do you got to say floor is yours hype me up because i might be betting on oregon tonight uh i already did i mean i already did i already have people doing it riding with me stan this is just this is a team i haven't seen an oregon team this complete and it feels like forever i mean we've had guys like justin herbert come in we've been ranked 10 we haven't had a defense like this finally there's some stability we got an elite defense we got an elite quarterback we got an elite offense elite receiver elite running back duo this is a team that honestly honest to god sam this is straight from bottom of my heart i put them ahead of michigan i put them with the likes of georgia this is a team that can beat anybody anybody any given day of the week they wow. have honestly honestly arguably the heisman favorite right now in bo nix Troy okay. Franklin just broke the, broke the receiving touchdown record for a season for Oregon. It feels magical. Everything's going for them right now. I look what happened. Even you go back to their loss against Washington a few, you know, a, a, over a month ago, two months ago, whatever. They go next week into Utah and they beat them thirty-five to six in a tough, hostile Utah environment. Team that's thirteenth in the nation. They beat Cal after that, sixty-three nineteen. They beat USC thirty-six twenty-seven. ASU forty-nine thirteen. And then last week they go in against Oregon State. Arguably their biggest rival, probably one of the hardest fields to play. One of the teams to play, hardest team to play against in this conference for them at least. It seemed in the past, and they beat them thirty-one to seven. They're rolling. They're hot. They got everything going for them. They got a great head coach. They got a great quarterback. A great offense. I am loving this Oregon team, and I see no problem for them covering the nine and a half spread tonight. I see them no problem. I understand how good Michael Penix is, but we're not in Washington this time. Neutral environment, neutral site. This is going to be. Even fans versus even fans. There's no home team home field advantage, and Oregon's going to take that and run with it. I I have them not. I'm not going to get cocky, but they could honestly destroy Washington by like three touchdowns. This is just as good well, as Washington is. This is an Oregon team that I am. I would be scared of. 
luck is on your side today, Tim. So undefeated AP top five teams who are underdogs of of seven and a half or more have never covered on a neutral site. So since 2021 Cincinnati when they lost to Alabama, Ohio State when they lost to 2020, when they lost to Clemson, Notre Dame when they lost to Alabama in the college football playoff, Notre Dame again, Florida State's on there a bit, Notre Dame, Notre Dame's on there three times. So this is this is it. I, 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 I know we say like Oregon can never win the big one, but this is the biggest one they've had. This is the biggest one they have, and I think that they're going to do it. I think they're going to reverse the curse. It's, yeah, so it's me, Ducks football. I, it's Ducks football, me, baby. I, I like what right now. It is so hard to say right now that that they're going to lose this game, especially after the last few weeks. Washington last week barely beating an unranked opponent by like what was it? Not even it was a field goal. It wasn't even a touchdown. Yeah, they beat Washington yeah. State University twenty four to twenty one. Home. They were home. They weren't away. They beat Oregon State by two. Dude, they beat Oregon State by two. Oregon just beat Oregon State thirty one to seven. They beat them twenty two to twenty. So I, you again, Utah thirty five to twenty eight at home. These are teams that these are teams Oregon has stepped in and destroyed. So I, I like I said, point. it's just everything. Everything seems to be going Oregon's way this year. I love what they have. I love the product they put on the field. They're fun to watch every week, and I think tonight's not going to be any different. Okay, um, yeah. So I'm going to go with Oregon. I mean. Tim, you said you said it best. I, I think that Washington has had some very sketchy games as of late. The Washington State game was pretty bad. This, I think they played Stanford pretty close, if I'm not mistaken. That's when it started to kind of not necessarily trickle like, down crumble, a little bit. Trick, yeah, I don't want to say like crumble down, but like they're they definitely have had some close ones. They had a close one with Utah, Oregon. It was uh, Arizona State where they only scored 15 points. But I'm. I'm I'm drinking the Kool Aid. Give me Oregon, man. Give me Oregon. I don't, I don't know if I'm saying. gonna take them. To, I don't know if I'm gonna take them to cover because I just feel like it's too many points. But I love Oregon winning this game. Perfect bounce back spot. You already got a full game of tape against them. You're gonna learn from your mistakes. Hope if your kicker makes a field goal, you're possibly going into this game undefeated. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so. They're gonna reverse the curse. Give me Oregon. I'm 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 all in on the Ducks, man. It's duck up, baby. This is a team that this is America's team. All right. I know everyone. Everyone's right. <laughs> you got Michigan. <laughs> you, you got you got teams like Michigan. Everyone's oh, you know I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan fans. You got, again, Georgia's just Georgia and Washington. Yeah, they've had a great year, but it's not their time. It's not their time. It's it's Ducks Nation, and I I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving every minute of it, and I, I I'm hoping I'm gonna love tonight. Yep. Oh up, up, baby. Oh up. Up. <laughs> up. up. I know they can't see you, Tim, but O's up. Let's go. O's up, baby. I'm, I'm all in. All right. Two Saturday's games, Big 12 championship game, Oklahoma State at te- against Texas at AT&T Stadium. Texas favored by 14 and a half. Total set at 54 and a half. What do we think about this one? It's really one, hard to see Quinn Ewers yeah, not this get this done. It, it's, it's, yeah. I, I don't, it's, it's hard to put Oklahoma State in this game. Alan Bowman hasn't even been that good for them, really, at quarterback. He's got 10 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. They rely heavy on the what? run game. I What? Actually? 10 touchdowns? 10 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, yeah. He's been their, start, he's been their quarterback? Alan Bowman. And I, they, they rely heavy on the rushing game. Ollie Gordon's been, he's got 1,500 yards, 20 touchdowns this year. They get a lot of, a lot of scoring oh from the run. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's just not really much to pull for Oregon State here. They've been decent in their last five. They dropped one to UCF 
40, I mean, 45 to three is a tough loss, but yeah, especially to a team like UCF. Yeah. I, I don't see a world where Texas loses this game. Yeah. I don't see a world where Texas loses this game either. Uh, I, th- I think ever since that Oklahoma, ever since Oklahoma state won Bedlam, I feel like they've played some pretty sketchy games. The loss to UCF, they played it close with a terrible Houston team. They played it close with BYU, had to go to overtime. I think Texas wins this. I think my best bet for this game, though, is probably going to be the under 54 and a half. Uh, the under has been uh, pretty uh, profitable in for Oklahoma State games in November, eight of its last nine. Oh, eight of the last nine Oklahoma State games in November or later have gone under the total. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm liking this. I, I think the spread's too high. I, I know Oklahoma State, pretty profitable as an underdog. They haven't been an underdog since Bedlam. So maybe you take that plus 15 and a half, a lot of points. Oklahoma State wants to play spoiler. I don't know if you heard, but they, there was a, it's kind of disgusting what Oklahoma, a, a frat at Oklahoma State did. Uh, they killed a longhorn and oh, just geez. laid it on the front lawn of a, the front lawn of a house. And things are different in Texas. Down south uh, in Oklahoma and in Texas, things south, are different. It's fucking crazy over there. Uh, this is te- this is probably the last Oklahoma State-Texas game because Texas and Oklahoma go into the SEC. So Oklahoma might want to play spoiler again. This could be Texas's last, uh, if Texas's last conference I, game in the Big 12, I, they want to play ugh, spoiler I, again. I, I they already beat Oklahoma. They can do it again. I don't know. I don't, I don't see know if I don't see it either. happening. <laughs> but you could definitely, I, I wouldn't blame you if you take the plus 15 and a half with Oklahoma State. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset at that. But I do like the under. The under's a good bet. Heard it here first. All right. Next up, we go to the SEC championship game in Atlanta, Georgia, and Alabama. Georgia favored by six and a half. Total is set at fifty-six and a half. Tim, oh. this is a tough oh. one. This is a tough game because I tell you, I, I think that. Vibes are high in Tuscaloosa. I know they might be too if, high. I think they might be too it high. It might though. be too high, though. That's the thing. Listen, you you beat you beat Auburn twenty seven twenty four. You know, good for you. Um, you scoring a fourth and goal from the thirty five. Yeah, 30, 35. I mean, it's great. You're doing it to yourself. Auburn's not a good football team. Uh, this hasn't really been their year. But here's my thing with Alabama and Auburn. I feel like every year where Auburn is like his, is like terrible, they always they play. play the Iron Bowl close. Well, that's, yeah, exactly. That's where I was going to get to is, is that if you look kind of away from that Auburn game, I know that they haven't played great opponents. They beat Chattanooga 66 to 10. They beat, they beat Kentucky 49, 21, LSU 42, 28, Tennessee 34, 20. But LSU is a good team though. It feels like ever since that Texas game where they played so bad, we were questioning if Jalen Milrow was the guy. And then they bring in candidate right now. Yeah. And then they bring in. Ty Simpson to start the uh, the South Florida game. He looked terrible. They bring back Milrow, and it's been Milrow's job ever since. Yeah. So I think it's a tough call. It's it's a tough I think call. Georgia, it's really a tough. Call. I think this Georgia is the closest wins one. this game, but I'm gonna take the over. Nine of the last eleven meetings between these two teams have gone over the total. I th- it's Big Cat's game of the year. Take the <sighs> over. You're, you're, yeah, if, you know, if you want to have fun watching this game, take the over. Stan, I'm I'm only you know what I'm so on the fence and with you riding with Georgia, I'm 
I'm just going to take Bama. I'm going to ride with Bama. We'll have, a little feud. we'll have a little bit of a feud here. I want things to get interesting. I want to see a 12-1 Georgia team, a 12-1 Alabama team, 12-1 Washington, 12-1 Oregon. I want as many 12-1s as we could possibly put in this. <laughs> you, want as, you want as many one-loss teams as possible. Make it more interesting. I, and I, I don't know. Bama's got a good shot. They've been playing good of late. They always have great head coaching. It's going to be an interesting game. I I get I I see where you come from, George. It's really hard to pick against them, so yeah. I wouldn't even touch this game. It's but gonna I'm, be tough. I'm pulling for Bama, Stan. I'm pulling for Bama. It feels like it depends on it. All depends on how the first quarter goes. It depends on how Georgia responds after the first quarter, because Georgia, for whatever reason, they always play terrible in the first quarter. They're always down like three, or it's always a one possession game, but they're always down in the first quarter. And then once that second half starts. They pick it. They turn it from zero to a hundred as they're soon like the as Eagles. possible. They're like the Eagles. But yeah, they're like the Eagles minus the merchant at quarterback. But <laughs> I like the I like the over fifty six and a half. Seems like a pretty easy total with these two high powered offenses. It only depends. It all depends on how Alabama's offense does against Georgia's defense. So next up, Big Ten championship game. Michigan favored by twenty two and a half against <laughs> Iowa. The total's at 34 and a half, making Iowa's team total six and a half, meaning that Iowa, that Vegas thinks that Iowa is not going to score a touchdown this game. Are they wrong? They're not. They are <laughs> that's, not. That's kind of where if I'm at. If you want to have fun, <laughs> if you want to have fun, take the uh, Iowa first half total over one, over a half point. That's a real... That's a real line somewhere. I'm not kidding. Take it. There you go. That's take, the one to take. You might just take the under, honestly. It depends on what the if the if the over's at good odds, take the over. Hope for this, it. Have some fun. This is gonna be a swap. This is gonna be this is gonna, be, a gonna be disgusting. Jim Harbaugh's <laughs> first game back. You know he's gonna want you know his team's gonna be playing with a chip on its shoulder all year. I as much as I hate, like I don't mind Jim Harbaugh. I think I love. I think that this honestly could be his last ride at Michigan because I know the Chicago Bears are prepared to offer him a bag once they fire Matt Eberflus. So this could be the last ride for Jim Harbaugh. What better way to go out than win a national championship? Yeah, it's just it's so hard. I don't have a bet you from this game though either. Neither do yeah, I. Like, it's like, it's yeah, it's so it's hard be, to say. Like Iowa tries to keep games low scoring, right and. That's that's their bread and butter is their defense and they keep games you know teams under twenty one points they that's how they win. I don't see them doing that to Michigan and I'm sorry Deacon Hill but five touchdowns to six interceptions for nine hundred and seventy six yards this year, it's just not going to cut it against a Michigan team. He I, no. I think against I I, I want to say against top twenty five opponents, his passing yards I think might be at like fourteen. I don't think they move the ball very well when they're playing ranked teams. So yeah, we'll see. But yeah, this is this is gonna be uh this is gonna be a slaughter. This is just uh, no other way to say it. This is this is gonna be a slaughter, and this might be this might be a win that moves Michigan to one. So it could be. It depends on how Alabama plays. Uh, Georgia, plays Georgia. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, possibly the closest conference championship game out there: the ACC title game in Charlotte, Louisville against Florida State. Florida State favored by two and a half. Total set at forty-seven and a half. This is interesting. Because Tate Rotemaker took a huge hit in the Florida game and got jacked up, but then Killed. came back in. <laughs> but there is speculation that the third string for Florida State might be starting. Yeah, it's uh, 
it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting game. They haven't been the I'm same team with without Jordan Travis. They haven't been the same team. It's it's pretty cut and clear. It might come down to third string freshman quarterback Brock Glenn, who only got one snap in the Florida game, or I think multiple snaps in the Florida game because Rotomaker had to step out and get checked out in the blue tent. So that's his only experience in college football. Obviously, that is not not where you want to go to, but you don't have a choice. Call me crazy, but Jack Plummer in the in Louisville gets it done. I I I don't know. I don't. There's nothing without Jordan. Like, it's not. I'm not saying there's nothing without Jordan Travis, but a third string in an ACC championship game. You know the, the lights are going to be bright. It's really tough for a freshman to come in and do stuff like uh, you know come in and be successful in a situation like this. I don't. Well, I, I just say, give me give me I'm, Louisville. Assuming that Rotomaker is playing, give me Florida State. Okay. Assuming that Brock Glenn is playing, I'm still taking Florida State. I feel yeah. like I, I said it in like August. You remember. And I said that this team has a very good shot of going undefeated and making the playoff. And it might be true. They got a hell of a defense. I got to ride with it. I feel like I, I can't just like make a claim and then backtrack on it i gotta go balls to the wall all in give me the knolls i'm chopping my i'm i'm chopping give me the knolls hey we'll see we'll see the florida game got me a little nervous but we'll see i mean i know louisville lost kentucky last week so again see what happens we'll see but i'm oh i'm so excited i'm very excited for this uh for conference of course i am wait i gotta wait a minute What's happening? Oh, oh, what a troll. The Yankees have claimed Oscar Gonzalez off of waivers from Cleveland in 173 at-bats last season. His slash line was 214, 239, and 312 with two home runs and 12 RBIs. Nice. More baseball to come next week. <laughs> yes, more baseball to come next week. Although the Yankees will be in my what I saw after uh, what happened. Um. Let's go to the NFL. Uh, let's talk Giants and Jets first. Uh, Tim, that was a rough Black Friday. <laughs> now, I'm just going to say this because for the delusional Jets fans out there that just... Oh, yeah, and they uh, open Aaron Rodgers' uh, practice window. Crazy. I don't even understand how that's possible. But I just want to say something to the delusional Jets fans who I was, uh, you know, telling on Thanksgiving and all that. Um yeah, this this isn't Zach Wilson's fault, and I'm gonna keep saying it. it's not all his fault. All right, he hasn't been good. All, okay, he, he hasn't been good. But look what happens when you put Tim Boyle in. I mean, it's just it's yeah. just as bad, if not worse. And I know you want to take the football out of ha- his hands, and you want to put the blame on someone. Put the blame in the offensive line. You signed Billy Turner. You signed Max Mitchell. These guys, I, I, they're so bad. They're gonna get somebody killed. They're gonna get someone killed. And this is why I don't want Rodgers to come back this year. Because if he comes back, first play is Achilles is getting exploded again. I mean, there's no way that's healed <laughs> by any means. And there's no way anybody's gonna protect him because it just doesn't happen. Um, fair. This game was brutal. This was abysmal. I, they couldn't run the ball. They couldn't throw the ball. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't. They couldn't move the football. Their defense was the best part. Of, it's every week that it is their defense is the best part of the team. It's just it's it's that the same yard thing. Pick six wasn't uh, too helpful, was it? It's the same thing every week, and it's it's it stems from the O line. It's going to continue to stem from the O line. I don't care if you have Patrick Mahomes back there; it's going to still contend stem from the O line. 
you got a second to throw the football. You got like one second. That's it. And now they got the commanders this week. Nope, the Falcons. Falcons, sorry, Falcons, Falcons. Dolphins have the commanders. Yeah. Um I would like to see a bounce back, but I can't I can't even It's a good team to bounce back against. I don't know. If you're looking well, for a bounce back game, there's your team, especially with Desmond Ritter at quarterback. Desmond Ritter on the road. Yeah. Desmond Ritter, who's like who's only lost one home game within the last six years. I don't know. I can't remember the last time the Jets won at MetLife, it feels like. Week one. That's it, exactly. Like, and then that's it's week thirteen. Right? It, Stan, it's week thirteen. Like, it's just yeah, it's <laughs> and, and won at home. It's I don't care if they don't are win we, football are games. Count, <laughs> are we counting the are we counting the giant game? Stan, that wasn't a football game. That was a joke. And you know what? That was that was a joke. That was a joke. This week was a joke for the Giants. I what is going on in Patriots land? Because this is this was just a battle of who really wants to better pick. Oh wait, no, you beat the Eagles at home. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying, Stan. I'm just being dramatic. But right. <laughs> okay. Um, my thoughts with Giant Land right now. I'm kind of just. I'm kind of just vibing. Whatever happens, happens. I mean, you could be yeah, happy about I... this, though. Wouldn't you like to keep losing? <sighs> yeah, I would, but I just can't resist Tommy DeVito's dad doing the. I'm, dude. Tommy Balls. I'm fucking all. <laughs> like it, it's a cool story, but I'm not like too. God, is he a horrible quarterback? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's I, I just—he's horrible. He's and people saying that you should start over Daniel Jones. You could have put Stan at quarterback against the Patriots. I'm sure you still would have won ten to seven. I—it's—it's it's just they haven't played good teams. He's benefited from that. Yeah, like this is—they have a—they have a bye this week, right? Trust me, they have a bye this week. They played next week Monday night against Green Bay, but I—I I just love Tommy DeVito's dad. I just if if Mr. DeVito. Ha, has zero fans, then I am dead. I uh, that's I I want Tommy Balls, Tommy Cutlets, Tom DeVito Sr. on this fucking show. Can you just like imagine? Oh my god! I mean, he'd be. We should get him and Frank the Tank to scream at each other. <laughs> oh my god! That's your fourth and three play. Just <laughs> he's all time. He is all time. I love Tommy DeVito. I love Tommy DeVito's dad. Tommy DeVito's dad. I, I like Tommy DeVito too. His play could be a, a lot better to my liking. I don't know. He, he's, got every, he's got everyone at MetLife Stadium doing the fucking Paisan. Like, I'm, I'm all in. Tommy Balls. He's going he's gonna to break your fucking kneecap. Yeah. No, I, knowing uh... that DeVito is making some antipast for Monday night. You know, gathering at the Vito house at the Devito house. Maybe the bye week comes around. You know, making the Sunday sauce. I mean, um, at least you got I'm something going. You got something right now. <laughs> I I want Nathaniel Hackett's head on a post. I don't him. Even his dad was a bad coach. So you're gonna you're gonna sign a guy who's you got you got you got something good going for you. I got a horrible Jersey offensive juice, court. baby. Yeah, Jersey I got a hor- Stan. I got a horrible offensive coordinator that made a career off one quarterback and still has a job because he's here. And now, I mean, his dad sucked. He sucked. I don't. His team sucks. I'm so over the Jets right now. I'm so frustrated watching them because you know what? If the Cavs were good, yeah, then I'd be a little. You know, I'd have something to go for. But oh the yeah, Cavs, the Cavs are terrible. Cavs, Isles, and Jets are like actually killing me right now. Slowly, 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 but surely. Pick a, pick a college team. Pick a college. Pick a college basketball team. Yeah, I'm oh, sure wait, they'll. Oregon. I'm sure they'll lose this. Yeah, Oregon, who is also probably going to disappointingly <laughs> lose to Michigan tonight. So I, 
it's just it, it's a whole whirlwind of disappointment for me right now. And I mean, we're going, in, we're, is, going in, I, we're going into I week thirteen, Stan, think... and I'm not positive. I'm not positive. So okay, well, going into week thirteen, your bets are looking pretty good. Uh, I haven't updated the spreadsheet in ages, but I do think that you are still up. I gotta check the uh, the posts here. I went two and three. Would have been nice if Mahomes was able to scramble for a little bit. Uh, AJ Brown got the touchdown. The Ravens won. The Vikings did not cover the minus three. That was tough. That yes, was it was. Really tough. That yes, was that was. was a tough game to watch. Yes, it was very tough to watch. Very. Ba- I can't believe a... it was twelve to ten. I just I don't really understand what happened there. Um, I don't either. That was that was that was tough to watch. I was not. That was that was a tough scene. Really tough scene. Um. Let's just dive right into it. Uh, we're going to cover the slate. It is Friday, so no picks from the Thursday night game. Let's give a reaction to that. What a fucking game that was. Oh, my Crazy. God. That was the best primetime prime TV game we got all year. Yeah, uh, absolutely show out. And, and, I still got, and I still got something to complain about because the penalties were egregious. Yeah, I, I just I want to give props to Dak Prescott. I he has been phenomenal this year. I it's hard you know you're a Giants fan and it's hard for you to admit that, but this guy is top three in MVP race. I mean, I made a business decision and started him in all my fantasy leagues. So that's kind of there like, you go. He three hundred yards for three touchdowns. He is he's clutch. He's yeah, starting. To, he, he's showing. <laughs> dude, he's hyping up the defense. Last drive, he's showing out. I, I Dallas usually we could say this because this just happens every year. Is you you feel like. You know, they're a good football team, but they're not anything special. You know, well, they're going to... I had little to no expectations for the Cowboys this year because Mike McCarthy was calling plays. When Mike McCarthy was calling plays for Aaron Rodgers, they were terrible. So I just expected them to be terrible, but they've been the complete opposite. I'll give the Cowboys credit. I'll give them credit. They've been great. And... Going... They, yeah, they've been good, as much as I hate to say that. Are they better than the Eagles? <sighs> no. It depends. It depends on... Uh... Get back to me next week when they play. Right, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like this, seriously. Like we could be looking at. Watching the game, Tim. Did you see that stat? I did. Their record on turf versus their record on grass. Is it much better on grass or is it much better on turf? It's much better on turf. (laughs) When they play on grass, they're terrible. It's actually insane. Seems like they play you a lot at MetLife. So. (laughs) Yeah, I think their only wins on turf are at MetLife. I don't think I'm kidding. Probably. (laughs) I can't remember the last time you beat the Cowboys. Well, no, the Giants don't have grass. Sorry. The last time we beat the Cowboys, Jesus Christ. Oh, the Wayne Gallman game where he recovered the fumble with his ass. Like, that's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah that's, that's as far back as I can think, which is just unbelievable to even think of. All right. So, Tim, you are, I can find it. Uh, you are 21, 13, and 2. I am 17 and 19. You're creeping. Building that comeback. I'm creeping up there, building up that comeback. Plenty of, uh, still plenty of games to go. So let's just dive into it right away. First off, we go to Foxborough. Chargers at Patriots. Chargers favored by five and a half on the road. A total set at 40 and a half. And I'm ringing the bell. I'm ringing the bell. I'm ringing the bell. I'm ringing the, I'm ringing the bell. Oh, shit. What are, you, what are you taking? I'm taking Keenan Allen anytime touchdown. I think it's... Okay. I, I think it's... Okay. This is going to be... I mean, this Pacers team, we've seen them play all year. They're pathetic. The defense has been... Honestly, usually their defense is their focal point, and this year they've just been atrocious. Uh, Keenan Allen's time to get on the score sheet. Catches a lot of balls. I'd like to see him catch a touchdown pass. I think this is the week he gets it done. It's going to be Keenan Allen anytime touchdown. Okay. 
I'm going with the under 40 and a half. Uh, unders are eight and one in the Chargers' last nine games, and we're talking about the Patriots' offense here. Let's all be real. Who's even this playing Patriots quarterback offense. for them this week? I don't even know who's going to play quarterback. Whoever it is, it's going to be terrible. They should have kept Malik Cunningham. Just had some fun, but this is this game's going to this game's going to be gross, and I'm banking on it being gross. Give me the under forty and a half. Don't blame you. All right, next up. Lions at Saints. The Lions coming off that loss against the Packers. They're favored by four and a half. Total set at 46 and a half. What do we think? Because we all know how the Saints are at the Voodoo Dome, as I like to call it. But I got no play on this. I, I think that... I think there's a lot of injuries going on. I mean, for the Saints, it might go up. Rashid Shahid. Very is questionable. At Perry, Lynn Bowden Jr. So, I they're very I, short-handed at receiver, and we know how the line. We know how this Lions offense was I last week. Just about to say, I was just about to say. I mean, this is this is a Lions team that's on a mission this year, and the Saints have been so lackluster. Um, they've had their quarterback troubles. Derek Carr obviously getting oh, I hurt. Read they, my, sorry, I read my analysis wrong. The remaining receivers in the Saints roster because Olave questionable, Michael Thomas on IR, and Rashid he, Rashid Shahid is questionable as well, which leaves A.T. Perry, Keith Kirkwood, and Lynn Bowden Jr. Lions by 50? The... <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, this might be a get-right game for the Lions, but I'm not touching this game at all. I I, I understand what happened last week, but this is this is Lions versus Saints, and I've liked this Lions team. I love Dan Campbell. I love him. I'm around St. Brown. Jared Goff's been, I'll keep saying it, he's been borderline elite. This is a Lions team on a mission, and I um I see them having no problem this week, especially with how banged up this Saints wide receiver core is. A team that already struggles to put points on the board, so I'm just gonna take the Lions outright. I'm not I'm not betting on it. I got nothing. Right. I know action, but if you're gonna take anything, Lions outright. Okay. Uh, next up, we go to Pittsburgh. The Steelers five and a half point favorites at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Total set at forty one and a half. This game's tough. Because you know the the stat uh, the, the stat I have is that the Steelers are five and zero against the spread against teams with losing records this year, but Kyler Murray is fourteen five and one against the spread in his career as an outright as a road underdog and eleven and nine outright. So this is a no play for me. But I, Tim, you got anything from this one? I got nothing here. I, I just think Pittsburgh's been in a lot of close games. They've had a, a fairly easy schedule up until this point. I think, you know, I, I don't want to say super, but they've 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 been, you know, gifted with playing teams that have dealt with a lot of injuries, especially last week against Cincy. Um, this Cardinals team's atrocious. They lose 31 to 14, 37 to 14 last week, yeah. 21 to 16 against Houston. They, they barely sneak one out against Atlanta. They they've been really bad against good football teams. And, and I can't, Honestly, can't not say it anymore. Pittsburgh's been a good football team this year. Their defense has been mm, top three. I mean, they've been great defensively. I would like to see Kenny Pickett play a lot better, not a little bit, a lot better. Uh, but I think this week, honestly, might be a get-right week for him. I think he might have a big week. I'm starting him in fantasy. Okay. I'm hoping he does. Uh, I think this is just. I think this is just a good week for the Patriots. It's a good matchup. I think anyone's a good matchup against Carol, uh, the Cardinals. So I would take Pittsburgh outright. I got no action on this game, but I, I. I can't hate on the Steelers anymore. They're seven and four for a reason. They're going to continue to win football games. I think they're eight and four after this week. Okay. 
Uh, next up, Tim, your Jets at home taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Ring it. Falcons Ring that bell. By one. Ring uh, that bell. Yeah. yeah. You sent me the picks. So. Yeah. yeah. Jets money line. This Jets money line. <laughs> Dude, you were just like shitting on them. They're like, Tim Boyle's not the guy. Here you are Stan, taking Jet money line. Stan, they're my team. I am... I can shit on them all I want. I'm shitting on the Isles last night. I again, we will get to that because I got a lot to say. Oh yeah, uh, we'll uh, get to Duke too because I'm pissed off. Yeah. Uh, I listen. It's just I will never not roll with the Jets. They are horrible, and I'll say that out. I'll say that to anybody. They've been terrible. But they're the Jets. They're my team, and and I I think they have a good shot against Atlanta. So give me give me <laughs> give it to me. I think the Jets defense could yeah. swallow up Desmond Ritter, especially their home. Give me this Jets team to pull one out. Yeah, I got no action on this one. I was debating taking the under, but then I took the under for Pat's Chargers. I feel like it'd be pretty boring if I took two unders. So yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. My stat was going to be that the Falcons are 0-6 against the spread in their last six six games as favorites. The Jets are 0-4 against the spread in their last four games. This game is just going to be gross. How about, we just, how about we group that a tie for this game? I feel like both these teams could really benefit from a tie. I would not hate a 4-7-1 record, Sam. <laughs> Yeah, that one one wouldn't be that bad. Uh, let's see, <laughs> what are the odds for a tie? Let Let's see. Uh, I'm kidding. All right, I wouldn't. Uh, next up, <laughs> next up, AFC South matchup. Uh, the Colts travel to Nashville, taking on the Titans. Titans, I believe they're coming off of a win against the Panthers. Yes, they are. Um, so uh, Colts favored by one and a half. Total set at forty two and a half. Tim. Anything from this one? Thoughts? Opinions? I got nothing on this game. I <sighs> These are just two mediocre football teams playing against each other. It's not a game I'm really going to want to watch. Colts are a playoff team. Yeah. Technically, I, they are. I know, but come on. We had mediocre teams make the playoffs. This is a mediocre <laughs> team that's on the cusp right now. I don't think anyone led by Gardner Minshew is really, you know, taking anyone down crazy. Fair, fair. fair. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they won their last three, but they've their last three were against Carolina, New England, and Tampa Bay. Aren't really great football teams. You know what? Give me Tennessee to win. I, it's not any of my action, but give me Tennessee okay. to win this game. I think Tennessee okay. needs to get back yeah. on the right foot. I, I, I think this is a shot for them to do yeah. that. I think Tennessee wins this game as well. It's not one of my bets, but um, I'll take the, I'll take the Titans. All right. Uh, next up, we go to Washington Dolphins Commanders. Dolphins favored by nine and a half. Total set at forty nine and a half. Ding ding ding, bringing... ding 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 oh, ding ding ding. You are too. Yeah, I got uh, Dolphins minus nine and a half. I actually think they're gonna Ooh. shit on the Commanders, like spit on them. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna roll with that. After seeing what I saw last week, Stan. Now they're gonna play a worse defense. Come yeah. on. Uh, I'm going with Tyreek Hill anytime touchdown. Uh, this Commander secondary is absolutely terrible. I can already envision the 50-yard Tyreek Hill touchdown. Yeah, just me some, too. <laughs> just, just him running straight and catching the ball and taking it to the end zone. That's all I see. So give me Tyreek Hill anytime touchdown. Next up, the 1 o'clock game of the week. This is easily the 1 o'clock. This game got flexed to the 1 o'clock slot, which kind of makes sense. You don't want to watch two big games at once. Broncos at Texans. The Texans are favored by 3.5. Total is set at 47 and a half. Before you get to your pick, Tim, this is very important because if the Broncos lose this game, it is very unlikely that they make the playoffs. If they win this game, it's very likely that they make the playoffs. So this is yeah, this is a make or break game for the Denver Broncos. 
it's not one of my three. It's going to be a fun game to watch, but there's definitely I like Denver. something out I like there. Denver. I think it, it's hard. I like Denver too, and I've been I've been big on Stroud all year. Yeah, and it's hard to take away what he's done and what this team's done. But just, you look at their schedule, and you know the teams they've had to play against. They lost to Carolina, fifteen thirteen. You can't lose to Carolina. You you barely yeah. go in and beat Tampa Bay by two. You barely beat Cincinnati by by three. Uh, banged up Cincinnati team. You go play Arizona, you beat them twenty one sixteen. You lose last week to Jacksonville. I know they played them well and they were away, but they've been str- not struggling, but they've had some very close games. And this Broncos team has just been on fire. And yes. look at their past their past five are crazy. You beat Green Bay, then you beat KC twenty four to nine, which is just it's tough to any absurd anyone to even think absurd. Of. You beat Buffalo after that 24-22. Crazy. Again, two teams, elite teams, you go in and beat them. Minnesota, 21-20, close game. But last week, 29-12 against Cleveland. I, It is hard for me to see Denver lose with the way they're rolling. I know Judy's questionable, but I give me Denver. Give me Denver to take this one outright. It's not one of my picks. You know, I already have all three, but this is, yeah. this is one I really like, and I'm going to take Denver out right here. Uh, according to the ESPN analytics, uh, Current chance to make the playoffs, Texans 53% chance to make the playoffs right now. Broncos at 29%. If the Broncos win this game, they have a 48% chance to make the playoffs. If the Texans win this game, they have a 69% chance to make the playoffs. Nice. And uh, if the Broncos lose this game, <laughs> nice. 13% chance. And if the Texans lose, 34% chance. So this is this is a make-or-break game for both teams. This is a big game. Yeah, it's not I, getting I, talked about much. It's just, it's so... It, it, for me, again, it's so hard for me to see the way Denver's been playing for them to lose this game. It's just, it's so hard. And I think Russell Wilson's starting to play like he's Russell Wilson. He's deserving some credit. Just give me, yeah. give, me give me the Broncos. Give me the Broncos outright. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, Panthers at Bucks. Bucks five and a half point favorites at home. Uh, the total set at 36 and a half. This game's going to be absolutely disgusting and gross. Although, do you want to hear something funny, Tim? Let me hear it. Okay. The one in ten Carolina Panthers. This is how bad the NFC South is. The one in ten Carolina Panthers. There's still a mathematical chance that the Carolina Panthers can host a home playoff game this year. They're one in ten. <laughs> They're one in ten, and they're still and it's week thirteen. There is still a mathematical chance that the Carolina Panthers can make the playoffs and host a home playoff game. Mind you, this is also coming off of them firing Frank Reich. Yeah, I was just about to say, they got a new head. I, they're not winning this game. This is a football game I don't want to watch. I don't really know if Carolina Panthers or Buccaneers well, fans want to watch this game. Here's the, thing, though, with the, here's the thing, though, with these types of games. I feel like when whenever someone, whenever a coach gets fired, that next game, they always like either make it close or find a way to win. Stan, here's my thing, though. Just from a fan standpoint, all right? They started 405. Eagles play the Niners at 425. You really think I'm going to be locked in on a fucking 5 and 4 and 7, 1 and 10 game? No. (laughs) No. Not happening. Yeah, no. I'm not touching this game. This game's gross. Okay. (laughs) Um, Next up, we go to LA. Rams favored by 3.5 against Cleveland. Total set at 40.5. And And you know what, Tim? You ringing it? I'm ringing the bell. I'm ringing the bell. Give me the Rams minus three and a half. I'm sorry, but Joe Flacco's a quarterback for the Browns. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Let's all be honest here. It's Joe Flacco in the year 2023. Let's all be. Ten years ago, we were talking about him in the Super Bowl. 
Like, come on. Yeah, no, I again, that is very hard for me to go against you, but I am. I'm actually going to take Cleveland here. I, I think the Rams have, Rams have struggled. I don't want to say recent, but in their last five, you know, they drop one to Dallas, they drop one to Green Bay, they drop one to Pittsburgh, they beat Seattle by one, and, you know, they beat Arizona. Everyone beats Arizona. I just, I don't know. I like this Browns defense. I understand Flacco's at quarterback. Give me some little Browns magic. Keep it low scoring. See what they can do. I, I'm going to take Cleveland. Just win this game. I think they can get it done. Make this division more okay. interesting. Make this division even more interesting. Cleveland win a football game. Okay. Let's make it. Let's make it as, as close as it can Flacco get. Flacco a quarterback. Yeah, why not? All right. Uh, next up, game of the week, no doubt about it. San Francisco at Philly. San Francisco on the road, going to Philly, favored by two and a half. Total set at forty-seven and a half. I am picking this out of pure hate. Give me the Niners minus two and a half. I am going to stay away from this game. I do like the Niners pick. I think they're the better team, more well-rounded at least. It's I don't know. It feels like that they're like all the way back. Yeah, I you know what? Give me. I'm gonna. Sh- I'll go with you, Stan. I'll go with you. Okay. Sunday night football. Chiefs at Packers yeah. in the frozen wash. tundras. Wash. Chiefs are laying six. Wash, wash. I think Chiefs win by maybe two touches. I they've struggled with recent. I think Travis Kelsey kind of gets right this game. I don't know. I'd take the Packers by the points. And that's just me, though. I might change my mind on Sunday, but I might be taking the Packers by the points. All right. I don't know. After what I, after what I saw on Thanksgiving, this, this might make sense. I might take the Packers plus the six. I feel like it's too many points. Yeah, I, it's... I don't know. It's... All right, all right. I... I I'm, I just I, I can't see I can't see the Chiefs not slaughtering them. I'm sorry. I just can't. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Last but not least, this I was so ex- when this game got announced in May, I was so excited for it, and I was like, these two teams are going to be at the top of their division. Monday Night Football, national television, all this, and then Joe Burrow's out for the season. Jags, Bengals in Jacksonville, Monday Night Football. Jaguars favored by eight and a half. The total set at 38 and a half. I think you got no choice but to take the Jags. No, this is a beat up Bengals team. This is a shell of himself without Joe Burrow. And I I don't know if it's eight and a half. Is it at? Is it nine? What's what do they set it? Yeah, it's at uh, eight and a half. I could see, honestly, I'm not. You know, this is my wild card pick, but give me them minus eight and a half. I think Jacksonville kind of steps up their game here. I'm fucking with them. I, I don't I, I can't okay. the Bengals the Bengals are beat up. You know I don't even like them to begin with, so let's like, give me Jacksonville minus eight and a half. <laughs> yeah. Alright, that's gonna wrap it up for football. We gotta we're on a bit of a time time limit here. So let's what do we what do we wanna do? You wanna finish up with to you wanna finish with some Duke rant? Because I got really don't have much to say about that. You can talk Isles Rangers okay. real quick. Yeah, we'll talk Rangers like really quick, and then I'll do my Duke rant, and then we'll do how about top five Christmas songs? It is December first. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. Let's I'm cool it. with that. Yeah, screw it. Okay. Um, yeah, Rangers got a big win over uh, they play uh Detroit the other day. They look like the best. They're the best team in hockey right now. This is yeah, Adam Fox is back. I know he. There's no beating around the bush. Like, there's no beating around the bush. It's them in Vegas, and Vegas has played three more games than them, and they're only at one one point ahead of them. That's just I'll leave it at yeah, that. For this your, is. <laughs> 
This this is awesome. It sucks. (laughs) I don't want to get too excited though, because it's like that that curse is like still looming over me with the president's trophy. But I'm really excited. What I'm I'm really loving what I'm seeing from the Rangers here. I'm just gonna go off real quick on a little bit of a tangent because I can't keep watching this. They are. Keep this in mind. Isles are four one and one in their last six. Like they they're winning games. They're getting points. Now they're they're only lost in that only regulation loss in that last six was two days ago where they played the Devils and they were up four to two in the third period and then they blew it with twenty seconds left and lost five to four. So I'm already livid because again, this team is tough to watch. They turn the puck over, they're sloppy, they rely heavy on their goaltending, like they do every year, but this year especially. And it's 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 frustrating the hell out of me. I I'm really losing my patience here. We flipped to last night. Let's just let's just go over last night real quick. I will just we'll just do last night because that was enough in itself. Okay. So I I'm just gonna read you the box score from last night, Stan. I'm just gonna read you what I you know if you didn't catch the game, let me let me tell you what happened. Let me let me just explain I to you. Not, so let's see the let's see the box score. All right. So last night the Isles go into Carolina. Well, they won. They won. They won. They won. They won. Yeah, I'll I'll give you that. They won. Um, they win five four. Oh overtime. my god. Yeah, and then you look oh at the box god. score. You look at the box score. So the Isles allowed 43 shots on goal. They blocked 30. So it means they allowed 73 outright that could have hit the net. Attempted shots, I'm pretty sure, were northwards of 100 for Carolina last night. I, I don't, I can't, I can't keep watching this. This is sloppy. They turn it over. God forbid Barzal gets hurt and we're screwed. He's got seven points in the last two games. The only reason we have any, any business being in any of these games. Tim, they put up 16 shots. The Isles scored five goals on 16 shots last night. They they had legitimately 16 shots on goal. I in my this isn't overtime, by the way. This goes to extra time. This wasn't just in regulation. They had they had 14 shots on goal when the game ended. When the regulation ended, they had 14 shots on goal. Um, oh my! God. Let's just flip the third period. Let's flip the third period. Let's just flip what happened. Isles are winning. Okay. They are winning going into the third, three to two. Two minute, two minutes in the third period, they let up a goal. So I'm okay. Whatever. They let up a goal. It's 3-3. They had no business being in the game. They take the lead again. They go up 4-3. With two two seconds left, with 2.7 is when the game, they actually stopped the clock, is when Carolina scored to tie it to send it to overtime. So now I'm already fuming because this is just ridiculous. This is the second time this has happened in a row. They're blowing games. They won in overtime, thank God. But I, it starts with Lambert. It starts with, there's just too much sloppy hockey. I can't I keep like watching he, I this. I feel like he's got to go. He's got to go. I can't keep watching this. There's no right. structure. There's nothing. I Turn it around. They're winning games. They're not even like even in a terrible spot. But turn this around, please. For the love of God, turn it around. Okay. All right. My Duke rant. Duke had a rough loss against Arkansas. And when I tell you, I mean, if you saw the TikTok, did you see the TikTok, Tim? that I posted the other day, or yesterday. I don't know if he's even here right now, but this is, it's, it's really bad. It, it's so bad to the point where it's like... Sorry, Stan, I think my mic just cut up for a second. Yeah, I heard, I saw it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, you saw it? Oh, my God. Like, we're, get, we're being called TikTok University. TikTok University. Because everyone, everyone on the team just loves posting TikToks, and all this, and doing podcasts and shit. How about you get in the gym? I literally sent, like, a meme to Tim today. I was like, Jared McCain, when we lose by 30 at MSG in a couple of weeks to Baylor, but who cares, the creator fund check came in. Like, this is, this is so bad. It, it, they better pick it up. I, and I'll leave it at that. The, the, uh, if we had time, I'd go into more depth. But they need to pick it up. I'm telling you right now, I'm it, sure on, so I'm bad. telling you on Tuesday, I'm sure I'm going to have more things to say about the Isles, and you're going to have... 
I'm going to have more things. I mean, do they, they play Saturday against Georgia Tech, and Georgia Tech got a big win at home against Mississippi State. So that's not good. It's because if, if that place is buzzing and Duke generally doesn't really play well at Georgia Tech, and I'm I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm yeah. worried for this team. I'm worried for them. Okay. Last but not least, top five Christmas songs. It's December 1st. Let's have it. T- oh, wait. What I saw. Oh, fuck. All right. I got to address my what I saw. Uh, my first one I saw, I met Carmelo Anthony. That was... I met Carmelo Anthony. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. All right. But so random. <laughs> Our buddy Jack Scanlon just had like a D3 basketball game. Not not knocking D3. Like, light years better than me at basketball. Like, it's impossible to play D3. But why is Melo at that game? What was Melo doing there? So, uh, Keon was there, too. And a kid that was playing against Jack played at Christ the King with Keon, and Keon and Melo stopped by to watch him play. Yeah, that's so random. Yeah, so Taron Shout out to you, though. Posted... Yeah, that was awesome. I, that was insane. I couldn't believe it. Uh, my next one I saw is... Uh... Oh, yeah, the Yankees. I mentioned it before. Uh, the Yankees were the only team, the only American sports franchise, to post a tribute post for Henry Kissinger. Known war criminal Henry Kissinger got a tribute by the New York Yankees. Leave it at that. Go Yankees. <laughs> Leave it at that. Henry Kissinger is the Bronx bomber. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> a a right. true war wins above replacement criminal. All right. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Tim, you're what I saw. Um, I don't even know if I saw anything crazy this week. I, uh, oh my God, I went home and worked over Thanksgiving break, like 10 hours every day. And the people I saw there were just, I completely forgot how crazy the liquor store gets. They're some crazy people. I can't wait to go there when, when, uh, in a couple of weeks when I turn 21, you'll be working there. Some guy was just screaming (laughs) Finland at me. I don't know what that means. I don't know. But I'm just going to leave it at that. That's what I saw this week. Some guy wanted Finland vodka, Finlandia vodka, Stan. He barely spoke English. No, it's not from SpongeBob. No, no, no. I get that. He was screaming Finland at me like, Finland, Finland, Finland. I'm like, I don't know what you want, sir. Like, get off my back. Oh, God. Never. All right, Stan. Let's bump these. these, uh, Top five Christmas songs. Are we ready? Yeah. You start. Number five. I'm going with Blue Christmas by Elvis Presley. That's a great one. I'm going to go with Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Dean Martin. Okay. Uh, Number four, Last Christmas, Wham. Number four, Baby It's Cold Outside, the Buble version. Ooh, good one, good one, good one. Uh, Number three, I just had it, and now, now I lost it. What the fuck? Number three, we are going with It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Actually, no, sorry. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. One of my all-time favorites. That saxophone solo goes hard. That's my number two. My number three is actually going to be O Tantabomb from the Charlie Brown Christmas movie. Uh, It's all instrumental. I'll send it to you. It's a great song. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Number two, All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah Carey. That's a great one. Uh, I'm going to go number one. I'm going to go Winter Wonderland, Bing Crosby. Okay, my number one is going to be Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues featuring Kirsty McGall. Perfect. Rest in peace to the lead singer of the Pogues. He died last night. Oh, it's horrible. Or, or yeah, I know. Yeah, but 
still the all-time grace. Uh, Shane McGowan, rest in peace. Fairy tale in New York, great one. The Kelsey's version sucks. Horrible. That's so bad. And as like an Irishman, the fact that they called Galway Galway was it, I wanted to vomit. I wanted to vomit. I'm sure okay. the whole town of Per River was. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. Uh that's gonna wrap it up. Uh be Tim's gotta go. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, X and TikTok. Be sure to like this video, leave a comment in this video, subscribe to our YouTube, be sure to follow us and rate us on Spotify. Five stars. Five stars only, and we will see you guys on Tuesday. We get to see Tim's face soon. Yes, we do. Can't wait for multiple episodes, too. Yes. Multiple episodes. Yes. Countdown begins. Countdown begins. Best sport, One of the best sports months of the year. Let's have some fun. Peace out, guys.